Welcome to the weekly podcast of Sunday Morning Live, led by Pastor Denise Suttles. You are listening to our live Sunday morning fellowship. We air live every Sunday morning. Please feel free to join us via Zoom. The meeting ID is notated on our podcast page. Now turn with me, please, to Psalms, the ninth division of Psalms. We are going to read verses one and two, the ninth division of Psalms. And we are reading from the New International Reader's Version. While you're finding your scripture text, let me just say that all of us have suffered loss. Our loved ones and our circle of of influence try to lighten our load, but unfortunately, nothing can take this burden away from us but our hope in God. And some may even wonder if they will, if things will ever get better from the way you feel right now. I come to encourage you this morning that things do get better. God gives us hope in the midst of sorrow. Let us just unpack this subject matter together. The ninth division of Psalms, verses 1 and 2, I will... Give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount or remember all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name most high. Woo, that's good. I want to use for a topic this morning... You gained it before you lost it. You gained it before you lost it. Life, life seems sometimes like nothing more than a series of losses. We lose the joy of relationships through death separation or estrangement. Some have lost jobs or even their careers. Others have lost their health. In my opinion, the losses we experience now are getting us ready for that final act of letting go of our earthly selves. In this life, sometimes we weep. Sometimes we weep very deeply over the situations that God has allowed to come into our life. Situations that were and are no longer. Someone told me this week, weeping may endure for a night. But oh, joy comes in the morning. Well, right now it's night. I'm still weeping. And the feeling of my loss is real. Beloved, grief is real, but there is 
hope. And it is my hope that changes my tears into joy as I consider that my mom is with the Lord. So this morning I want to talk about how I had something that was so precious and lost it. Mm. And for those of you who are depressed or weeping, know that the Bible says no good thing does he withhold from those who walk upright before him. Therefore, even though what I had was good, and I will miss my mother. I trust God that he has not withheld anything that is good for me. Yes, there will be weeping seasons. Yes, we will fr feel pain from the loss that we are enduring. But during our pain, we must trust God and thank him for what we had. This is how we speak truth to our situation. Thank God for what you had. Psalms 42 and 5 says, Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Rather than listening to the desperate thoughts of what we lost, speak truth to those thoughts. Young people, in fact, I even heard someone young say this week in my family, I'm all in my feelings. Beloved, don't trust your feelings. Instead, challenge how you feel by reminding yourselves of how good the person was that's gone. Remind yourself how long you were blessed to have that person in your life. Remind yourself how many years you served that person. In other words, preach truth to yourself. The external details of our life might be the same for the rest of our life. They might be the same for the rest of your life. You might have the same boring job for the next, until you decide to retire, however many years. You might never get married. The marriage that you're in may never get better. The debilitating effect of the illness that you suffer with may remain. But if you learn to thank God for what you do have and see what you have in your life that God has blessed you with, which does not change in trials or loss or triumph, whether you're bored or whether you're excited, whether you're in pain or whether you're in pleasure, whether you experience in freedom or whether things are all bound up right now. Look at what the life that Jesus Christ has given you. 
when your joy should not be tied up. Our joy should not be tied up in the events of this life. But Jesus Christ makes our joy He is the center of our very lives and his glory does not change in the highs and the lows, in the gains, in the losses. Our life may always be the same, but never forget there is so much that God has blessed us with that we have not lost. Thank God for what you still have. As human beings by nature, we are ungrateful. By by nature, we suffer with chronic ungratefulness, which has to do with the fact that we're focusing on that one thing that we lost. Because you know, in a season, you don't usually lose a whole lot at once. You, In our losing season, usually sometimes there are events where entire lots of family members go at once. But usually for most of us, we go through a season of loss and we lost one thing. And when we focus our attention on the one thing that we lost, it will cause chronic ungratefulness. When we focus on what we lost, when we focus on our disappointments, when we focus on how we've been hurt, when we envy other people, when we are self-centered and on and on and on, it will cause us to be ungrateful and get stuck in a spirit of ungratefulness. The most repeated command in the Bible is to be grateful, to give thanks, to praise the Lord. God commands us to give thanks. Not only is he instructing us to do what's right, he is at the same time directing our attention away from what we lost So he can fill us with his hope and his courage. The very practice, the practice of giving thanks directs our soul's attention away from our burdens and toward the great source of our unearned, undeserved, powerful, abounding, and sustaining grace and goodness of God. In other words, giving thanks renews our hope. It renews our joy. It lifts the yokes that weigh us down as we grieve what we lost and gives us the ability to find rest for our weary souls. Now, I want to be clear. We're talking about, and our subject is about, you gained it before you lost it. We are preaching about, thank God for what you had. But we are not just praising. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
and thanking God for what he has already done. Hallelujah. Just because I'm telling you to do this. In other words, we are not just praising God because the Bible instructs us to praise God. We are not just praising God out of obedience. We are praising God by faith. Praise is more than just an instruction of obedience like we used to tell the little kids when someone gave them a piece of candy. Now say thank you. They got the candy in their mouth. They enjoying it. And through the candy, they got to go thank you. We're saying so much more than that, that we are not saying praise God because I tell you to praise is Faith, praise is praising God by faith because of what he is going to do in my future. I am not just looking in the rear view mirror. In fact, I cannot go forward if all I'm doing is looking in the rear view mirror. But my praise must be anchored. Hallelujah. In faith. Yes. I thank God for, oh God, I thank you for 83, 67, 67 precious years with my mother. I thank you that you blessed her with 80, almost 84 years. Yeah, I've lost some things. I have lost some relationships. But God's promises are forward, future, faithful, and good. His loving kindness toward me is greater, hallelujah, than anything that was lost. Beloved, we have faith in what God promises to be for us. What God promises to do in us what God is doing for us right now and what he's going to do in the future. When we praise God during loss, that kind of praise, as I said in my introductory comments, is a prelude of a future expectation of an experience in the power of God. Let me say that again. When we praise God during loss, that kind of praise will be a prelude for future power in God. This is why we need more than just being grateful for what we had. You can't run your you can't run your car on gratitude from yesterday's gas. You need today's gas for today's trip. And the pump is not even, the gas pump is not even gratitude, but faith for what God is going to do and where he's going to take us. For you see what I have put together here is gratitude and faith. <laughs> yeah. Gratitude 
and faith forge a dynamic relationship in our heart. That's why we see them. If you look, you see them together in scripture. Look at our text. Psalms 9, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will remember all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exalt in you. I will praise to your name almost Hi, I will praise you for and remember what you did, but I'm going to be glad in you right now. Do you see the connection between gratitude and faith? The psalmist remembers with thankfulness all that he had and therefore resolves to put his faith in the Lord. He is remembering with thankfulness all that he had and trusting God to provide all that he will need in the future. Now, I know gratitude is not normal or natural, just like we gave the example of the little kid with the candy in his mouth. And it sure does not feel natural during a season of loss, disappointment, anxiety, and grumbling Those are our natural human responses. Now, if you are one of those people, one of those unusual people who have an automatic response of thankfulness while you're going through hardship and distress, stop patting yourself on the back because that's only in you because God caused it to grow in you. In other words, the ability to give thanks is only there because of God's grace and mercy. Amen. When we praise God, God knows that we have to be grateful because gratitude will build a wall of spiritual protection around us. I told somebody last week that the devil hates praise. You want to get the devil off your back, start praising God and thanking God. Praise will protect your heart. Colossians 3, 15 through 17 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Listen, beloved, to what Paul is saying. Let peace rule in your hearts with thanksgiving. Let praise rise up from your mouths with thanksgiving. Let all you do or say be done with thankfulness. Whatever you do, even in the midst of a global pandemic, even in the midst of civil unrest, even during a season or loss, For better or for worse, for richer 
or for poor, in sickness and in health, do all in the name of Jesus with thankfulness to God. No matter what we suffer or how long we suffer or how deeply we suffer or how long we have to wait, for healing and deliverance if God has chosen you in Christ and promised you himself forever. We have an endless reason to thank him. Also, beloved, faithfulness and thanksgiving to Christ, especially in the time of loss, is not easy or passive. It requires perseverance, watchfulness, and prayer. Those who are like spiritual drifters, if you are a spiritual drifter, you will just coast away in Christ Jesus, either because Satan has snatched you away, or the loss drives you away. So be careful, beloved. We may think of gratitude as an affection that springs up naturally when God provides for us or protects us from harm or answers our prayers. But no, beloved, thankfulness like prayer is a spiritual discipline. It's a habit that requires personal effort and intentionality as we navigate through this fallen world, a world that is in bondage, a world that is corrupt. We must pray persistently. We must always be watchful and we must always make sure that we are abounding with gratitude. Baby, you got to fight to see God through your tears. Someone is saying, but what if things get worse? Things just got worse. What if the doctor tells me I only got three months to live? What if I come home from work one day and my spouse has packed up and left me? What if my child turns their heart against me and their family? What if I lose my job? What if my child ends up incarcerated? What if my child is strung out? on drugs? What if my spouse ends up with a debilitating disease that lasts for years and years and years? What if things get worse? Just know that gratitude is not for the faint of heart. Real Gratitude weathers even the fiercest of storms and the coldest of winds. Most of us have known very little of the pain and uncertainty that Jesus Christ 
and his apostles suffered. In other words, what we are going through does not compare the tribulation and the persecution that the early church goes through. And yet how many of us have complained more than we have thanked God. Gratitude that dissolves and dissipates when we're in the valley of the shadow of death may not have been gratitude in the first place. Yeah, we praise God when we're on the mountaintop. We praise God when we have contentment. We praise God when we are comfortable and we feel secure. But those who are grateful in the valley of the shadow of death, those whose hearts were set on God before you got to the valley, even if things get worse, even if the valley dips deeper, even if the shadow grows darker, yet you will still be able to praise the Lord. I'm broken, but I'm thankful because I know that with every troubled tear that I have shed, God has counted every tear. Not a single tear can fall to the ground that God is not aware of and he's keeping every tear bottled up in glory. And the Bible says that one day he will wipe all of our tears away. We give thanks through the tears. We give thanks through the frustration. That is our supreme form of worship because it says to God, I trust you right now and I trust you tomorrow. Right now, I can't hardly see past my tears, but I trust you. I have no idea how I will function with the recent changes in my life. But I trust you. Jesus is saying to you right now, and I'm getting this from the word of God. Believe in God. If you believe in God, believe also in me. Take heart because I have overcome the world. He is saying, I am working all things together for your good. He is saying, I will complete the work that I started in you. Despite your recent loss, he is saying, if you trust me, I will make you more than a conqueror. Every troubled tear that you have shed, I will wipe away forever. It is possible to give thanks with a heavy heart. Trust the Father by looking to Jesus and remembering every promise is yea and amen. Listen to me, beloved. Some of you are grieving today. Mm. You are grieving a loss for something you never had. Mm. You are suffering from the loss of marriage, but you've never been married. 
You are suffering from the loss of a child, but you've never birthed or adopted a child. You are suffering from the loss of more income because you have always just lived from month to month. Some of you are suffering the loss of friendship because you've never really had a best friend. Beloved, you have a friend in Jesus. And he will be to you those things that you have never experienced if you will let him. A friend, a faithful friend, knows how to hold someone when they are hurting. A faithful friend understands and knows how long to hold you. A faithful friend will know just what to say and when to say it. A faithful friend will be there when you need them most. You have a friend in Jesus. Will you receive him as your faithful friend today? If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I have done many things that don't please you. I have lived my life for myself only. I am sorry and I repent. I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross for me to save me. You did what I could not do for myself. I come to you now and ask you to take control of my life. I give my life to you from this day forward. Help me to live every day for you in a way that pleases you. If you pray that simple prayer with me, please feel free to call me so I can discuss the first steps of salvation with you. Call me at 231-349-1046. God bless you, beloved. I love you.